How good is that? Waymaker, miracle worker. Such incredible lyrics to the song. And I just encourage you, wherever you are right now, just to close your eyes and let's just start in prayer. Father, we thank you. God, that you are a waymaker. God, that in every circumstance, God, whatever we're looking at, whatever we're facing, Father, we thank you that you find a way. God, it's not about what we're doing, it's about what you're doing. And so, God, I just pray for my friends. God, I pray for every person watching this. God, that, that we would lean on you. God, that we would look to you, our miracle worker. And that, Father, through this process, through what we're facing, God, that we would see the miracle. We would see what you're doing in each of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, church, as I was preparing this message and as I've been praying for each one of you, I just had this scripture in my heart, one of my favourite scriptures of all time, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to bring you hope and a future. And I'm just praying that as we come around this time, as you spend this morning in reflection, as you spend this morning thinking about what we're preaching, what, what I'm preaching, I'm praying and I'm believing that you will find hope. I'm praying and I'm believing that whatever circumstance you're going through, that there's hope in it and that you'll find hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I'm praying that, I'm believing that, I'm prophesying that over every person. As we come around this morning, I just want to start by saying I'm John. If we haven't met before, then uh, my wife Emma and I are the location pastors at Harndorf and, uh, and we're so blessed to have you joining us, listening online, listening on our podcast down the track, wherever you're joining us. So great to have you here. And uh, speaking of things great, how good has it been over the last month to have Pastor Bruce sharing three weeks in a row? Um, something that I can't remember the last time we heard from Pastor Bruce. It may not have been this year, heard from him three weeks in a row. And so it's been awesome to just hear from our senior pastor. And we're really looking forward to hearing from him again next week. But uh, last week, fob off. How good is that? Fob off facts, opinions, and then tackling the whole issue of blame. And uh, I really was challenged and encouraged at the same time as I listened to that message as we wrap up this month of looking at forgiveness this morning um, and dealing with that whole issue of blame. I found myself in my head going to a place of not thinking about other people that I blame, but when I'm blaming myself. And so that's where I kind of want to go this morning in that. And before we get into it, I want to take us all back to 1988. Um, I was a four-year-old, for those who don't know. And uh, someone sang a song that is now pretty famous, and the person is pretty famous. It starts off like this. I'm going to make a change for once in my life. It's going to feel real good, going to make a difference, going to make it right. And then goes on. Um, another couple of verses, but it goes on to the chorus. I'm starting 
with the man in the mirror. And uh, not a Christian song at all, um, but what he's saying is if we want to make a change, if we want to see something shift in our life, there's no point looking at who else we're blaming. There's no point looking at somebody else to make the change for us. We need to make the change ourselves. We need to start with ourselves. We need to look at the man, the person in the mirror and start there. And so that's where we're going this morning. And as I was thinking about it and praying about it and looking at um, where to go scripturally for this morning, you know, the, the Bible is fairly silent on forgiving myself or forgiving yourself. It talks a lot about forgiving others. It talks a lot about God forgiving us. But there's not a lot in the scriptures that talk about me forgiving myself and how to tackle that. But what I did find, Jeremiah 31, verse 31 to 34, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them. This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbour or say to one another, Know the Lord, because they will all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, for I will forgive their wickedness and I will remember their sins no more. What I love about that scripture is it's, it's God taking us from what was to what we're living in now, where, where God doesn't no longer take us by the hand. He's, he's no longer judging us every step of the way, but he's saying, he's declaring in this that he will forgive our wickedness and will remember our sins no more. And so I want to say right up front, if it's good enough for God to forget my sins, if it's good enough for God to forget our sins, to forgive us and to move on, surely it's good enough for me, surely it's good enough for us to move on from what we've done. And so I love that we're, we're living in this new covenant now. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And so as we, we look in the mirror, as we, we look at ourselves and start with me, to personalise it, to start with me, I have to think about what is it that I'm challenged with? What is it that I'm challenged by? And, and as I look at using the word blame, as I look at what I blame myself for, what I don't move on from in my own life, the list can start to, to build up. I can start to go through a whole bunch of different areas of my life where I look at my sport, I look at how I parent, how I'm a husband, how I'm a pastor, and some of those things I start to compare with others, I start to compare with what I've maybe done in the past, I start to look at a whole bunch of different things in that, and what I see a lot of the time is not that great. See, because I'm self-critical of myself, and so when I'm seeing something, I go, well, I did that better last time, or I did that better 
I did, somebody else did that better or whatever it is, however that works, it's a, it's a critiquing thing where I end up blaming myself when that ends up locking me up and preventing me from moving forward into what God's got in store for me. And so what I want to encourage us this morning in saying is let's move on from that. Let's look in the mirror, but then let's let go. Do that self-analysis, have that moment of self-reflection and then move on. I was having a conversation with Emma the other day because um, she was talking to, I think it was Mason, and uh, having a conversation and ended up at the end of that, it was a telling off conversation, and uh, at the end of that, she looked at me and she said, oh, I sound like my mother. And we both had a little laugh. And then once we started talking about it a little more, um, I said, well, yep, there's lots of how I parent. There's lots of what I do where I see my dad, where I see my father in it. And some of it I, I like and some of it I go, I don't like that so much. And, and some of that is things that I'm working on. But, but what it is, it's, it's a place of it's okay to self-analyse and to go, this is where we're at but it's not okay to live in that place of blame. It's not okay to live in that place of being locked in a box, not forgiving ourselves, not moving on so that we can step into what God's called us and what God's got in store for us. And so what we see when we look in the mirror isn't what God sees a lot of the time. What I see when I look in the mirror isn't what God sees a lot of the time, but the encouragement this morning is it starts with me and it starts with me starting to see myself looking at myself the way God sees me. And so Genesis 1, 31, we've got the, the story of creation and after making, after creating mankind, after God saying, here is mankind, go forth, multiply, do these things, we read in Verse 31, God says it was very good. As God created the rest of creation, God said it was good, but gets to creating mankind, gets to creating you and me, and God says it was very good. It was perfect. It was exactly how I wanted it to be. I'm happy. I'm rejoicing. I'm over the moon. And so we need to look at ourselves as we look in the mirror. We need to see who God sees. Psalm 139 verse 14 says, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. See, God has has not made a mistake when he's made me. God has not made a mistake when he's made you. God has made us fearfully and wonderfully well. And so we need to to look in the mirror and see who God's made us, see see who God has made us to be. And as we do that, as we look into that, as as we start to see ourselves differently, I believe that that my parenting will go from where it is now to the next level. I believe that as as I go back to looking at how I'm a pastor, as you apply that to whatever your profession is, whatever you do each day of the week. It's like, how can I apply this so that I'm living in it? 
See, we're, we're wrapping up the whole series of forgiveness looks differently. Life looks differently at the moment. It's like everything looks different. But how can I make a shift in this time? When some of us have got a little more time, how can I make a shift? In a, in a season when we're maybe a little more isolated than usual, we are a more isolated than usual, but in a season where some of us are spending just time with ourselves because maybe we live at home, we're not looking at other people, we're not having that face-to-face contact, we're not getting that feedback from other people. How can I look in the mirror and say, I like what I see? How can I look in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made? How can I look in the mirror and believe that when God created me, he meant it when he said it is very good? That's the challenge for, for each and every one of us and it's, and it's something that I think starts with, God, I forgive myself for holding myself back in those moments. God, oh, I'm sorry for the, for the moments, for the times when, when I've let it go. God, I'm sorry for the times when I've maybe beaten myself up, when I've locked myself living in the past, analysing what I've done as a parent, analysing what I've done in my profession, analysing what I've done with my friends, with my family. It's like, how do we move out of that mindset? Well, I think a key is getting a scripture. It might be one of those two that I've just said. It It might be a different one and you can... Do a search. You might already have one on your heart that you just go to. But I want to encourage you to to find a scripture. Just one scripture that every day for the next seven days, you speak over yourself. Every day for the next seven days, you, you look in the mirror. You wake up in the morning when you're at your worst, physically, whatever it is. It's like, look in the mirror. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You look in the mirror and go, thank you, God, for creating me to be who I am. Thank you that I'm not just good, I'm very good. It's like, how can we, how can we transform our mindset? It's by doing that, starting to speak it into being. And so I really, really want to encourage you this morning. Find that scripture, lock onto it and go there. It's like if you can't find a scripture, there's, there's people around you, there's connect groups that can help you find one. Or just pick one of those ones that I just said, Genesis 1, 31, or Psalm 139, 14. It's like, that'd be a good place to start. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. It's like, how good is that? Father, I pray right here in the middle of this meeting, God, that each one of us would find that moment. God, that each one of us would would latch onto this, that we'd take up the challenge whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's last thing at night, maybe both. But God, each one of us would find a moment to say, God, this is me and I'm thankful. God, this is me and I'm grateful. Let's let go of the past. Let go of the things that we're, that are holding us back. Spend a moment just saying, God, I'm sorry for being locked in the trap of not forgiving myself. I'm sorry for being locked in the trap of blaming myself. God, I let it go today. I look in the mirror and I'm grateful for who you are. So God, I pray for each one of us as we do that, as we take up this challenge, 
God, that we would see a shift in our lives. We'd see something transform. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. What I want to say this morning is this is a journey. See, seven days is just the start. This might be a lifelong process for some of us, but but you know what? We've got time. Time is time is on our hands, especially at the moment, right? We've got plenty of time. Some people have got too much time, which is where we end up sometimes in this trap. But but this isn't a sprint. This isn't a, a just a single day thing where we just go, yep, we're gonna sort this out. This is a marathon. This is a long distance run. But I'm so glad. I'm so glad that that we're in it together. I'm so glad that we, we're in it with a God who's for us and not against us. I'm so glad that we're, that we're in it with a God who says, I've got your back. We've got a God who says, you can do this, son. You can do this, daughter. I'm with you every step of the way. See, Psalm 103, 10 to 12 says, He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our inequities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. We don't need to hold it against ourselves because he doesn't hold it against ourselves. He's paid the price. We celebrated a few weeks ago at Easter the fact that Jesus died on the cross for every one of us. We celebrated the fact that He didn't just die on the cross to take our sins, to to pay the price, but He rose again on Easter Sunday and we celebrated that, that He's now living with us. And I love the fact that, that we're not in it alone. I love the fact that even if we are isolated physically into our own home and maybe you live at home and so you're by yourself, I love the fact that this morning, God is in your lounge room with you. He's right there with you because He never leaves us. And so wherever we've come from, whatever our past has been, whatever our history is in some of those areas, some things I'm sure, like me, I'm not too proud of. Some of the things I've said, some of the things I've done. It's like we need to learn and we need to train our minds to let them go. Say, you know what? That's part of who I am, yes, but I'm not going to let that dictate who my future's in and where my future goes. We need to let it go to the side, through to the keeper, so to speak, and move forward. So great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions. And so I just pray this morning for every one of you. I pray this morning for every one of us that that this isn't about us doing it in our own strength, but this is us going on the journey. This is us starting the marathon with our Lord and Saviour. So you may be sitting in your lounge room, you may be listening to this going, what what are you talking about? I'm not connected with this God. I'm not in a relationship with this God that you're talking about. And so we can pray a prayer, which we're going to do in a minute. It's going to come up on the screen at the bottom of the screen. but, But I really want to encourage you. It's like, let's step out in this time. You know, I made this choice for me personally, September 2002. 
I'd grown up in church. I'd, I'd done Sunday school. I knew bits and pieces here and there, but, but I knew it. I wasn't living it. And you might be in the same boat. You might be just tuning in this morning just because it's well, you're watching church because it's appearing on your Facebook feed or you're just tuning in because it's easy. You can do it in your lounge room. Can I encourage you? Make a decision this morning to enter in to a relationship because as we run the marathon together with our Lord Jesus, it's so much easier. I don't know about you, but if I go running by myself, I stop very quickly. But if I go and run with somebody else, I can... I still stop pretty quickly, but I can get further than if I'm by myself. If, if I'm at a football training, when I was playing football, I could run laps with the other guys. I could run through the whole game because there was someone else to encourage me, someone else to push me along the journey, somebody else that I, I didn't want to let down. But it's like God's there with us. It's not a matter of us letting him down, but he's there with us. He's encouraging us. He's spurring us on. And so as we pray this prayer, I encourage you, why don't you just pray it and see what happens. And so, Lord God, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for my sins and rose to life again. I'm sorry for my sins and ask for your forgiveness. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Saviour. I ask you to transform my life and give me a Holy Spirit to lead me all of my days. Thank you for your unlimited goodness and grace over my life. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the very first time or maybe the first time in a long time, there's a phone number uh, at the bottom of your screen or there's a link to our website. We would love to connect with you. We'd love to equip you to do the journey. Um, we'd get someone to give you a call in the next day or two and we wanna do the journey with you as well as God. And so if you've prayed that, get in touch with us and uh, we'll get back in touch with you as quick as we can. But God bless you, church. Have a great week.